0: Welcome to another episode of Kohi Chat. It's been a while, Regina. It's been a month since I last talked to you.
1: Has it been a month already? I think
0: it's been a month. Like, I haven't seen you around. But yeah, glad that we can do another podcast.
1: Yay! I feel like, you know, at this rate that we are going, you know, initially we started with like one podcast every two weeks, right? (laughs) And then the, the time frame just basically got dragged on. I think at this rate, this will be like our standard intro for the rest of the episodes, whereby we always say, "Hey, it's been a long time." <laughs>
0: it's all right, but it's about producing quality content. It can be yeah. slow, but it has it'll be high quality.
1: And what are we talking about for today? What's oh, yeah. bullshit?
0: So, gas fee. Um, I don't if I don't know if you know about gas fee, but anything to do with NFTs, blockchain, Ethereum, technically, uh, more things about Ethereum. They. Have something called associated with it called gas fee. Imagine this gas fee like a transaction fee when you, uh, like wait, Let's use the Visa example. Maybe you tap your credit mm-hmm. card. Visa charges uh, a certain percentage of the price of the bill to for themselves as a transaction fee, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Ethereum has something like that as well. They call it the gas fee. Imagine imagine uh, a car you need to go from distance a to this from point a to point b you need to pay oil or gas just to make the car go right uh, similarly what you're doing is instead of paying uh, to visa you're paying to this so-called ethereum miners who are the people verifying your transaction but why am i saying why i want to talk to you about this particular topic is after going through a few NFT projects, minting, minting is like creating the NFT, giving birth to the NFT, I, we all find, a lot of people in the Ethereum community find gas fee to be a bullshit kind of way of calculating transaction fees.
1: So so let's just take a step back for listeners who are completely, completely new to this right. topic. So, gas fees are basically like equivalent to payment processing fees right in our yes, yes, yes. non-crypto you can, language <laughs> yeah like I and said then, it's like
0: mm-hmm. the visa transaction fee like I mentioned
1: mm-hmm. so that means if I want to buy an NFT I pay the NFT price the price of the JPEG plus plus this gas fee which is like a transaction fee on top of it
0: correct uh, and the, the gas fee varies because you know like codes um, can have like any transaction has variable... Maybe some transaction is bigger, some transaction is smaller. So the gas fee varies. And also depending on the demand at that moment in time. So of course, as a miner, imagine you are a miner and there are two people shouting like, hey, I'm willing to pay you $10. And another person saying, I'm willing to pay you $100 to put my transaction first. As a miner, of course, you want to p- uh, finish the transaction of the $100 person first, right? Mm-hmm. And... And, and that is a concept that we in the Ethereum community call guest war.
1: So it's basically so, like, like bringing it back to the non using non crypto language. Uh, it means that it's like a, it's a payment processing fee, except that there's an element of uh, auction or like element of like a bidding, a bidding war in order to uh, get your transaction to be processed.
0: Correct. Yeah. Uh, guess what? It's actually just bidding war uh, in normal layman terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and just that's bidding. crazy. And it yeah. yeah.
1: No. I've I've been I've been to one of the minting sessions with you. And right. And and for for the listeners again, uh, if you do not know what a minting session is, think of it like a you know like a uh, say say Nike wants to release a a jacket. Like a drop, for example, and I'm just using non-crypto type of language, right? So Nike creates a jacket, a drop, a limited edition drop, uh, and then like um, you basically have to basically uh, either bid or queue up uh, to get the to get the item itself. So the the equivalent to that of minting is that when JPEGs get dropped, basically there's limited supply, and you have to um, you have to basically queue up to purchase the JPEG and the form of queuing up is to bid for the gas war.
0: Cor- correct. So you bid for the miner to go let your transaction go through first. So mm-hmm. the ridiculous thing about this is that for very, very popular NFT projects like the one that you witnessed yourself um, The Sevens uh, you can uh, like Google it again if you don't remember and at one point in time, it was recorded that the gas V reaches about more than one Ethereum. Can you, re- do is, you realize how ridiculous I don't get that it. is?
1: Okay, just for comparison's sake, right? A drop, an NFT drop is typically about like, in, in the seventh case, it's like 0.07, 0.07 e- ETH, e- like 0.7 yeah. Ethereum, which is about $350.00.
0: USD the i think about
1: dollar. there USD like so okay 300 to 400
0: USD yeah just, just and, somewhere around there
1: and one eth in gas or transaction fees about 5k
0: sgd yeah
1: <laughs> that's crazy that so essentially you are paying so essentially if you want to buy a particular nft you are paying easily at like 20 to 30 times more than the price of the nft itself
0: okay yes so that part is ridiculous right if you think about it the fact that you are paying 20 times the price of the nft itself just to let your transaction go through
1: mm-hmm.
0: first and th- that part is already ridiculous but then yeah. think about it <laughs> if you like you said right there are a limited number of nfts in a mm-hmm. particular project let's in that seventh case it was seven 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 thousand nfts that mm-hmm. you can mint that you can cop basically right mm-hmm. then uh, but there are like 15000 people 20000 people trying to get mm-hmm. one nft so you can see the supply uh, the demand is much greater than the supply mm-hmm. so what happens if the minting session finish before your transaction goes through so think about it this way you send a bit to you send a bit to the miners saying hey i want to buy one nft costing mm-hmm. 0.07 i'm willing to pay you let's say uh, 1,000 okay. USD, let's say, 0.1, 0.2 Ethereum, let's say, right? And mm-hmm. the miner says, hey, somebody's bidding higher than you, so I will, I'll let their transactions go through first. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it reaches your transaction, the NFT is finished, so they can't create any more out of nothing, right? Because mm-hmm. there's only 7,000 supply, but now it's zero because everybody has bought it, has bought one. What happens, what happens is you lose your gas fee.
1: So there's no refund.
0: There's no refund. So if your transaction goes through, you get nothing, but you lose your gas fee.
1: This is ridiculous times two, man. Yeah. <laughs> so first you have to fork out like thousands of dollars in gas fee. And then there's a the first ridiculous point. The second ridiculous point is if, you, if your bid is not high enough, essentially you just lose... Your transaction fee you lose that couple of thousands of dollars plus you do not get even get like an nft and you don't get a refund at all so So technically
0: (laughs) there can be like sort of a refund to a certain extent Mm-hmm. but th- so they call it like cancelling the transaction right imagine you going uh, paying with a credit card your credit card has not enough funds so they cancel the transaction
1: Ah, uh, okay okay <laughs> ridiculous level a- three
0: <laughs> Wait, wait. there's another level of ridiculousness okay okay in okay this. To, to produce that cancel transaction you also need to pay gas fee what <laughs> so it's like you see like there are three layers of like gas fees just to go through one transaction and you may not even get the thing that you want.
1: That's crazy. Can you summarize the three layers again?
0: So first is to bid to mint the NFT, you need to pay the gas fee, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then if your transaction doesn't go through, you lose all your gas fee.
1: And so and the gas fee can go up to like thousands of dollars. We have established correct. that. Uh
0: for very popular projects. For mm-hmm. normal days, it may not it probably will not be will not be. Then the layer three is if you want to try to get some refund, you also need to pay gas for that.
1: Is it a partial refund though, or Um, is it full refund? They'll try
0: to cancel as much as possible, but I have I have not personally seen any full refund happening. So some of your gas fees do get consumed, but it's just that not everything will be consumed. You know, like getting the best out of the worst.
1: Wow, imagine if the NFT was some form of like modern art that just happened to get a lot of hype I- within the community and if you think about our last episode whereby we talked about how modern art is bullshit <laughs> a modern art NFT that has a ridiculous gas fee would be like bullshit times two
0: <laughs> Yeah, this is that, that's why I feel it's ridiculous the fact that you even need to go for gas wars it just doesn't mm-hmm. make sense like why are people so it, it, it spending makes it so an
1: unfair playing ground, I feel. It's like so much so that only the rich or only if you have money that you can participate in like a meaningful NFT drop. Because sure there are there are projects that that do not have that much that high a gas fee, but it's like do you like people usually wouldn't like be inclined to participate in those projects, right? Because number one, you want to have an opportunity to flip the project. Number two, you really need hype. Like NFTs are all... NFTs work because there's hype.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, there's hype, but
1: the price increases because it's a bidding type of uh, interaction, right? So yes. it's like... It's like, so it how, how do I even get started without... If I don't have enough capital, you know?
0: Yeah, of course there are, like trying to get into the whitelist trying to get to mint early before everyone else so you don't have to fight the gas war with the public but then like you said i agree completely that once you go to gas wars it's just Mm -hmm. the the rich becoming richer because they can afford to buy more than one whereas one person maybe they have very limited ethereum in their wallet they just can mint maximum like one maybe
1: Right, right with gas
0: right then they will try so hard to flip it otherwise they will just lose all the money that they put in mm-hmm. so it's even worse cuz i've seen people who have like bare minimum they just want to start getting into the nft game but then because they, they do not understand the concept of gas wars the concept of gas fees canceling the ga- the transaction mm-hmm. they just lose all their money at level at the level 2 tra- uh, that we uh, that i mentioned before which is this sad, is, right?
1: It's just tragic. But even on the note, right, even if you have, let's say you don't really have a lot of capital and then you want to get a, an NFT via the whitelisting model, even whitelisting in itself is also not easy, right? I mean, what's your experience like in whitelisting? I mean, for that route, what I see is instead of forking out a lot of capital for a gas wall, white, if you get whitelisted, you get to bypass the gas wall but a trade off is you need to basically spend some time trying to uh, co- contribute into the Discord community and be active in it. And you know, frankly speaking, after joining several Discord communities, I realized that most of the time it's just noise. Like, it's indeed, very hard indeed, to yeah. with a lot of all, all the activities that are happening inside, which then makes me question about the quality of the community eventually if like you know a project expands to say like brand collaborations and things like that
0: yeah so you're right so this is the sad point the sad thing about the gas fee right because of the gas fees people are trying to circumvent around paying the gas fee like a lot of gas Um, then they try to get into the whitelist but then because of the recent NFT hype like uh, Visa, like we mentioned, Visa purchasing a CryptoPunk or, um, you know, the Auction House Christy mm-hmm. or so this beast. Yeah, they just went to auction uh, a few board Ape Yacht Club mm-hmm. like like yesterday or a few days ago. I think the, the auction is still ongoing. You see p- new people coming into the NFT train uh, and then they realize that, hey, I, w- I don't want to pay the gas fee, so I got to get whitelist whitelist Mm -hmm. and then most of the time the whitelist is like oh you have to make meaningful quotation Mm -hmm. mark conversation within the Discord community but you can definitely see like um, people just trying to flip the NFT and they just spam and that's when (laughs) the the community quality drops that's why I feel like it's again going back to the point that you made about how the entry is very high you see now that how the most high quality NFT projects will probably have more high quality people cuz they have more money yes. from yes. from their NFTs right they can hold longer mm-hmm. meaning more likely that their NFT will will be valuable in the long term
1: mm-hmm. because
0: there mm-hmm. are people who are these are people who are willing to hold until the price goes up like 10x to, or maybe 5x at least whereas the newer communities they're full of these new people who are just like hey I, I got into the whitelist uh, I bought it for 0.07 ETH and I'm, uh, when it's 0.1 I'm, g- I'm going to take the profit
1: right right.
0: so it's a vi- I, I kind of think it's a vicious cycle uh, of quality degradation uh, on on one side but also on the other side you'll see more consolidation on higher quality projects because that's where all the um, crypto enthusiasts who really understood the whole NFT game are in. So like Port A Yacht Club. mm mm-hmm.
1: but so, but, yeah. but does anyone really understand the NFT game, though?
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't think so. I think there's uh, even after being in the a few projects, I still think it's mostly luck based. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to see which is the one that can be 10x i saw some they look ridiculous even worse than penguins even worse than
1: hey penguins the, are cute the okay penguins,
0: penguins are okay now that i have seen a lot of projects i can say penguins is one of the better ones <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah honestly yeah. but uh there are like eight bit characters like the cryptotes who and the floor is so high right the, fl- the price is so high right now it just doesn't make sense
1: does the Cryptotes project have any like roadmap necessarily?
0: I uh, I've never checked it out, so I do not know mm. actually. But right. yeah, uh, there's one that's just released. Uh, they so they the artists they make very very high quality image. Like each of this NFT JPEG is actually two K resolution.
1: Oh, what is it called?
0: Uh, Galaxy X. You can check it out. Uh, but yeah, going back to the gas fee conversation, you can see how the concept of gas fee itself is to a certain extent promoting the the nft ecosystem but also mm-hmm. on one hand reducing the quality of these nfts don't you think so
1: what do you mean by reducing the quality of nfts
0: uh, like uh, meaning like i said the newer people who do not have enough money to go gas war or something they they'll just find a whitelist right and then at, at any kind of profit. For example, like I said, if you buy at 0.07 and you sell at 0.1, that's 0.03 profit. They'll take mm-hmm. it because it's still profit, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They do not pay so much gas. so that, But then, to get into the whitelist, they'll, they'll start spamming the conversation and producing a lot of mm-hmm. noise.
1: Right, right. Uh, okay, so it's the quality of the community that you are talking about. Correct. Mm, but I think it's a very interesting dynamic because if a person... Uh, gets into the NFT space just with the idea of flipping, so sort of minting and then flipping, um, you might say that they are low quality because they are there just for the short-term profits, not really because they believe in the, in the project for long-term, but then because they are like the first layer of interaction with the JPEGs, right? The second layer who comes to buy from them on, on the secondary markets like OpenSea, then they would be, typically would be the, either a flipper themselves or they could be a long-term holder. Right? Yeah. So you, I feel like the proportion, the proportion will kind of like shift eventually to the long term holders as more and more of these secondary transactions happen.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree to a certain extent. But I've seen projects where um, the long term holders are not interested because of how the project itself is full of short term holders. You get what mm, I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if uh, let's say you have 5,000 NFTs and 3,000 people are short term holders, right? the long-term holders won't, won't be interested because it's like hey I, if nobody believes in this project why should i why should mm. i spend money on it you know and right, right. yeah so, I, so I, at the I end of think, the day yeah.
1: at the end of the day how should we approach this because i feel like because gas fee is so ridiculous it could eventually also become a very emotionally driven decision of whether someone actually like enters the mint itself or whether someone decides to resell, or whether someone decides to buy from the secondary markets.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, it, it is uh, an emotional hindrance. Um, and, but then there are plans on how to mm-hmm. circumvent around this. Newer projects now, they are trying to have no gas war saying like hey uh, I'm gonna do a raffle or like a lottery where like only certain people lucky enough can go mint the project Mm -hmm. for example
1: right so I'm definitely calling gas fees bullshit on the three levels that we just talked about so James does this like does this make you want to continue joining more NFT minting projects or no
0: I think this makes me more wary of what I am in you know like only if the project has long-term potential, then I will go in. Otherwise, um, I'll just buy. Uh,
1: but long-term potential usually leads to hype. And hype leads to gas war. Um,
0: yeah, but then you can buy uh, off OpenSea, right? And you don't have to pay the gas. You just have to pay the uh, premium in terms of the secondary price.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Uh, Which is yeah, still going to so be
1: quite high. Because recently, the... Like the lowest, like for hyped up projects, like the floor price is not low, right? Yeah, 0.2. I mean, point the low, le- ones are like, low ones are like 0.2. Low quality, maybe? yeah.
0: Low quality projects, correct. Yeah, so, and this is
1: like excluding CryptoPunks, excluding Penguins, excluding all the, all the NFT projects that are already like in, in the media space already, already have high attention.
0: Like correct. The correct.
1: second tier of projects are not cheap either.
0: But then, the, like you said, right? It takes time to get into a Mm. whitelist, for example. So it also changed my mindset on like, oh, if the project I really believe in it, like I can see people will want to buy it in the future, Mm -hmm. for the utility or something. Um, Mm, I'll try my best to get into the whitelist.
1: Right. Got it. Got it.
0: Right. So I yeah. So it goes back to seeing like whether there's a lot of noise, like you mentioned in the Discord community and trying to find the one that that you think the whales will buy
1: Mm, right right yeah no recently like i've never thought of myself to be someone who buys like jpegs or who will consider buying jpeg because the jpeg looks nice you know recently i've encountered some really cool like artwork like characters I think it would be very cool if I use it as my own DP display picture. But they're not cheap. They're like 0. Um, 0. 0.1 ETH, the lowest. Um, yeah. The cool so ones are like out of my budget completely.
0: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the guest fee is just like in one, on one hand, it, it increases the price of the NFTs itself, but right. it's, it, it doesn't increase the intrinsic value of the NFT, you know?
1: Yes, yes, that's a good point.
0: So yeah, let's see how the new development will go. I hope there is no more gas war. It's just really, really annoying. Um, there are ways like people are already trying to produce NFTs in different uh, blockchain to go around the Ethereum gas fees that are ridiculously expensive.
1: This is but by how by like the Solano projects like creating Solana, another Solana Solana. Yeah. Sorry, but then it's like how many more? How many more of these additional tokens or like currencies can you create then, you, then the solution would just be like just keep creating like ethereum one ethereum two ethereum three solana one solana two or yeah, like some so other random it's true one. it's
0: true right there are solana and cardano the two biggest one right now after ethereum but then you see like in singapore for example it's not that easy to buy solana tokens to trade to buy the nfts so i, I personally think ethereum will still be the main one it's mm-hmm. just that people are starting to get turned off by this whole gas fee issue.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think one interesting thing that I realized that I, I, I was quite uncomfortable at first, like gas fee aside, right, is that the price of an NFT is not cheap either. Like even if you don't have gas fees, it's also going to cost you like easily $300, $400. So from the mindset of like a newbie to this industry or to investing in general, it's like, are you comfortable parting with three, three, four hundred dollars?
0: So yes, I always say, once, always, right? always spend money that you are willing to lose on mm-hmm. NFTs. Otherwise, it scares me to see like people in the Discord community. They are loaning money. Oh my god, to mint, <laughs> they're lo- making loans. I'm like ridiculous. What happens if, you're, if your if gamble fail? Yeah, it's just then gonna pl- be
1: so big trouble. But then it, it is also like a relative. Uh, play right it's like 300 400 dollars do you want to invest in like tesla stocks or like apple stocks or like some you know uh, uh etf or you want to just place all the money into one jpeg that's that's also another like mindset shift that people have to make to be comfortable with considering an nft investment yep i
0: definitely agree with that but yeah that's up up to the person to decide whether they wanna gamble that money
1: yeah I mean at the the end of the day it's just high risk high return right in this case it's it's high risk high initial capital uh, investment but there's the upside for returns is huge yeah
0: it's actually the people paying huge gas fees they are expecting bigger returns from it right
1: Mm -hmm. it's like if you want returns you have to pay the gas fees
0: correct yeah
1: right and then it's like (laughs) are you comfortable with putting that much money in inside that's the. I think that's the barrier basically for for a person who is not yet in NFT to think about or, or to, to think about whether to join the space.
0: Yes. Or at least that's
1: just from my personal experience, right? It takes a while for me to be okay with this concept. Not that I have minted any yet because I wanted to mint the sevens, but the sevens was just so crazy. And thank you so much for your advice to ask me to sit out of it. If not, I would have lost <laughs> a few thousand dollars. Uh, yes. Unnecessarily. But yeah, hey, you so know. there could be yeah. bots in the future or maybe existing bots that we. You know what? We should research on bots actually. Bots should help you. What happened you in the
0: seventh was a uh, work of a bot. Maybe it's a oh, good serious? topic for another day. Okay. So, when you think like people keep saying the security of the blockchain, but then p- now there are ways to like break it in a certain way, so in a next certain topic sense. Is
1: what? Security uh, is the blockchain's no promise. Security <laughs> bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no lie. we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, whether we should talk about like the issue with bots and stuff at the gas war again.
1: <laughs> okay, so to to sum this whole conversation up, James, is gas war bullshit.
0: Yes, gas war is definitely bullshit. It's it's ridiculous.
1: And I agree completely, one hundred and one percent. But that's how the game <laughs> is being played, and I guess like you just have to follow the rules and yeah yeah. lean to bots maybe
0: (laughs) Uh, that's it for today's episode thank you Regina
1: thank you James and see you guys next time next time